Welcome to Your Reality Recap, powered by Superpass. Brennan! 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 No one comes between me and my million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody. It's me again, Eric Curdo, a reality TV junkie and Superpass host over at RealityNation.com. Now, before we go any further in this podcast, I just need to say happy belated March Madness, everyone. You know, the month where I'm mad because all my Sunday night shows get bumped for sports. I know you people get it. Anyway, for today's show, I'm speeding things up and cutting the time down. Of course, I'll still be recapping the amazing race for you. He's a race! I hope I win. We've been over this, Mr. Bean. You're not in the race. Now, last night's episode was so good, you guys, but no worries if you missed anything, because I'm here to fill you in. Plus, I also have some good reality TV spoilers and news from over the weekend, as well as a rundown of last night's Celebrity Apprentice. So, since we have lots to recap, let's jump right into it. This episode starts off the way every episode has, with those damn Border Patrol agents in first place, and thus first to depart to... Um... Yeah, well, I'll just let Phil explain. Teams must now fly more than 2,000 miles to Baku, the capital of Azerbaijan. Bless you. Located on the edge of the Caspian Sea, Azerbaijan is a former Soviet republic rich in oil and natural gas, giving it the name The Land of Fire. No oh, good, Phil. We're going to go with the land of fire, because I don't know if I'm going to get Azerbaijan right a million times. Anyway, Joey Fitness and Danny started the race determined to come in first after placing better each week and just missing first last week. Danny even wore these bright orange glasses frames without lenses, but they were for good luck, and they ditched their Hello Kitty gear for some serious cold weather outfits, and even the BPAs said that they're concerned about the Jersey Boys, who are really from Long Island, beating them. Listen. Yeah, the Gweeds are making me a little nervous. They're finishing better and better every leg. Yeah, they are, so this can only mean one thing based on the Amazing Race editing, that Joey and Danny will either come in first or be eliminated. I hope it's that they come in first, because if there's anything that we're all on the same page about, guys, it's that we both want you to beat those BPAs, Border Patrol agents. Meanwhile, Nary and Jamie still believe that their ruse of saying that they're school teachers instead of federal agents is essential to their strategy for winning the game because it causes other teams to underestimate them. However, once you factor in their horrible rankings each week, I actually think us underestimating them is us actually just accurately estimating them, if you get what I mean. And if you don't, you should try saying that three times fast, because it is really hard. <laughs> now, once they arrive at the Temple of Fire, it was the middle of the night, but they were met with locals playing drums and dancelers, da dancelers, or dancers, circling fire pits of oil and a message over on the door that said the temple didn't officially open until the morning. So all the teams were now caught up with each other, and with nothing to do till the morning, they joined in with the locals on an all-night rager. The next morning, as the teams grabbed their clues, they discovered that this was a fast-forward leg of the race. Since Army Dave and Rachel That Sucks got to the clue first, followed by the Jersey Shores team second, they decided to battle it out for the first place spot and winning the fast-forward competition. 
competition. And again, I never wanted the Jersey Boys to beat somebody so badly, except for the BPAs. Now, their fast-forward task seemed easy enough. They had to head to a roadside hay market and unload 150 bales of hay into a formation of 10 bales long, 3 wide, and 5 tall. So at this point, I was sure that our Jersey Boys had a lock on the win, especially since they had their secret weapon, Danny's Orange Glasses. Or, since they were two muscly men going against a guy-girl team where one sucks. And no, Rachel doesn't suck because she's a girl, because I'm all about girl power. It's because she's a wee bit whiny and not Rachel Riley. <laughs> but back to the game, one by one the hay bales were flying. Rachel was getting frustrated having to both stack the hay and dodge the ones that Army Dave was throwing at her head from above. But it looks like Army Dave figured out a way to work out some of that aggression here. Meanwhile, Team Fitness began to fall behind. Perhaps if somebody, <laughs> Danny, had lenses in those glasses, he would have had been able to see better and would have not ultimately lost this one to Army Dave and the Rachel that sucks a little bit less now. So with that, Dave and Rachel head off to the pit stop for a first place check-in while the Jersey Boys had to play catch-up if they wanted to stay in the race. Oh, and by the way, for coming in first of this leg of the race, they both won two brand new Ford Focuses, which, by the by the way, what is up, Big Brother fans? How come CBS gives million dollar prizes on Survivor and Amazing Race, yet Big Brother is 50000 There are no prizes at the end of each week, and clearly you can give away cars and $10,000 each, and, and I don't understand. There's What is the production cost coming in? on Big Brother. They're just staying in a house all the time. You're not flying people around the world. You're not buying up islands. You're not doing expensive sets. I don't get it. Can we petition for the Big Brother people to get more money? I'm just saying. Team Big Brother, go. <laughs> now, while those two teams were battling for the fast forward, the rest of the racers were off to, oh boy, uh, you tell them, Kentucky. Fly to the land of fire, Azerbaijan. Do you think we're going to Africa? I think it is, land of fire. And, and Zabajar. That sounds like African to me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. So all the teams were now off to that place where the natural resource is oil. Black gold, Texas tea, bubbling food. So, what does all this oil have to do with the next challenge, you ask? Well, you see, since the oil is located on an offshore oil rig, the workers have to take helicopters to get there, and since the choppers crash on occasion, you need to know what to do if the helicopter crashes in the water upside down. So the challenge required one team member to undergo a simulation of an underwater helicopter crash. Sounds like fun, but just an FYI, people, if your helicopter crashes, you're dead. So, no need for the simulation. But, since production gave us such a nice storyline to go along with this terrifying challenge, I guess I'm on board with the challenge. Not on board a helicopter, because again, those things crash and then you die. Now, of the first three teams to take on the underwater escape, Bopper, Jamie, and JJ were the first victims. And while they were busy being trapped underwater in a crashed helicopter, Mark told Neri that his best friend Bopper was crushing on Jamie, which instantly made me think that Mark was just being a good wingman here, or that he was getting back at Bopper for this. Anytime my partner is in the back seat, they better be a barf bag around. 
If I get a little sick, I just get a little sick. It's better than us trying to navigate ourselves, let me tell you. Poor Mark, he's over there hurling in the back. That's funny, that poor dude. Yeah, Art and JJ, you guys are really nice. But anyway, yeah, I'm now thinking that Mark was doing it to get back at Popper. For laughing at him every time he puked his brains out in the backseat of the car, which we were treated to seeing and hearing several times during the episode, but I'll spare you and you're welcome. Now, aside from the fact that the teams were stuck in a metal death trap which spun around and left you upside down and drowning, the task really didn't seem too hard. All they had to do was not panic, punch out a window, and swim to the surface to grab their next clue which had them searching for a carpet shop to find yet another clue. Now, the best part of the task for me was watching Brenchel and Vanessa and Ralph get to the clue moments apart. Brendan decided to do the task, so I was hoping that Ralph would, which would then cause Rachel and Vanessa to have to wait together and then we would get some good TV. But no such luck. However, my second wish did come true because Vanessa decided to do this challenge. Unfortunately, she made it out alive despite her paralyzing fear of small places and drowning, which she told us about over and over and over again. But just so you know, Vanessa, nobody's a fan of drowning. Nah, not just you, nobody is. Luckily, one by one, the team survived the death trap challenge and made it to the carpet shop to find their next clue. Well, everyone except Vanessa and Ralph, who kept overlooking the giant yellow clue cards, which were not even remotely hidden and were quite literally in their faces right when they walked into the store. Like, literally, guys, it was actually harder not to see the clue than it would have been to find the clue. But leave it to these two to miss the completely obvious. Like the fact you're gonna lose the race... Anyway, the final clue for this leg of the race had teams rummaging through hundreds of apples wedged into a car for one with the race flag on it, or heading to the local spa to help out with a spa treatment which consisted of bathing a human being in their natural resource, oil. And by help, I mean scrape it off their bodies with a shoehorn, then scrub them down to their squeaky clean. So, just to recap, in they like to light pits of oil on fire for parties and are now literally bathing in it, which, after the bath, it just gets washed down the drain. This place is literally washing oil and money down the drain and burning it for fun. Well, I'm eating ramen this week in order to fill my car. But enough about me, because during this challenge, it was kind of unfair because it seemed like all the other teams had these big giant sponges to clean their people off, except Brenchel, who was given like an old paper towel. Seriously, if you still have it on your DVR, go back and look. Now, none of the teams seem to have a problem getting intimate with the nether regions of the spa patrons. Nobody except for Art and JJ, who were clearly uncomfortable and had to keep making jokes about it. And while it wasn't really funny overall, there was one little nugget they said that you should hear. Get in his junk, Art! Get in his junk! How about you focus on what we gotta do instead of freaking trying to be funny? Hey, I just try and get the hell out of here. I'm in his thighs, Art! What do you want from me? 
<laughs> All right, I will give you guys that one. You screaming on his thighs art did make me laugh. But I guess their uncomfortableness made them super speedy because they were out first for a second place check-in at the mat and were even quicker to let us know that since there was a fast forward in play this leg of the race that their second place check-in was really like checking in first. And you know what? Great and blah 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 for you guys. I'm over you. They were followed by Mark and Bopper who got to the mat seconds before Brendan and Rachel for a dual check-in of third and fourth. Now I know that team Brenchel took kind of a backseat for the first time in this podcast but that's because they really weren't in this episode a lot. However, just wait you guys until the next podcast and actually the coming attractions for next week's episode in a minute because I have a feeling that the next podcast is going to be a very Brenchel podcast. But back to the race, the only teams left at this point are Vanessa and Ralph, Nary and Jamie, and coming up the rear, but not literally because they're not gay, are the Jersey Boys. They all decided to do the Apples Challenge, which consisted of lots of comments by the lying federal agents about how teachers love apples, except they're not really teachers, and that's why it's ironic and funny and part of such a good strategy. You know it was even worse? Vanessa and Ralph constantly saying, Cheese and crackers! Cheese and crackers. Cheese and crackers. Whoa, cheese and crackers. Yeah, whoa. Maybe if you guys would have spent less time looking for a tasty snack to accompany your apple wedges, then you would have been able to complete this task already. But Team FB Lie found their apple and checked in. Meanwhile, Danny and Joey Fitness have caught up to Vanessa and Ralph at the Apple Challenge. And for a third time this episode, I couldn't be more on your side, guys. Please, please please send Vanessa and Ralph packing. It was very close between the two teams again, with what only seemed like moments separating them. But unfortunately, the Jersey boys, who are really Long Island boys, ended up losing this one and coming in last to be eliminated. But I just can't help but wonder if there might have been something that happened earlier that might have been the reason for their delay and caused all of this. You know, something like this. Come on, Joe. What's going on, y'all? Joey, come on, come on, come on. Look, boy, you're too serious. I can't say hello. Like, this, come on. Can I gonna, say hello? I, no. I don't want to stay with them. I want to get say hello first. All right. All right, let's go. You take it too seriously, bro. I'm going to say hello to people. You know, saying hello to them is going to put me behind anybody. Well, it looked like Danny might have been right there, Joey. But you know what, Danny? He's right as well because you are maybe just a little bit too serious. You should be listening to your BFF, and I won't say minus the F, and you should be more of that orange glasses-wearing, down-to-earth funny guy we saw all season. Because look, seriously, after Brenchel, you guys were my pick to win. And even though you were eliminated from the race, and even though I may have made fun of you a little bit during this podcast, it was all because I'm really a huge fan of you guys. I will sincerely miss you from the show and wish you both nothing but success. Because hey, us gays gotta stick together. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding, guys. You guys were amazing. Now, if you guys want to know how everyone placed, Dave and Rachel came in first using the fast forward, Art and JJ second, Bopper and Mark third, Brendan and Rachel fourth, Nary and Jamie fifth, Vanessa and Ralph sixth, and Joey and Danny ended up coming in last and being eliminated from the race. Now, for those of you who don't like to know what's going to happen next week, cover your ears. Although, trust me, you want to know this. It's going to be amazing. Except it's actually not going to be next week. It's going to be in two weeks because there's probably some stupid award show or some stupid sporting event. But anyway, here's what we have to look forward to. Coming up in two weeks. 
Zebra! Oh my god, this is so cool! Surrounded by Africa's wildlife. I love it. Teams mark the territory. How old are you? Aren't you like 38? Like, yes, I'm 38. Like, grow up. And somehow I still look younger than you. Now it's getting feisty. Honey, get your nose done before you get your boobs done. Do everybody a favor. Oh, no, she didn't. And don't you worry, Rachel. I got this one next episode. Now, before we close out the podcast with some new spoilers and swag giveaways, I quickly need to tell you about how you can get even more exclusive Amazing Race content. All you got to do is sign up for Superpass. There you can watch Tart Talk, a video recap show hosted by Kevin from Big Brother. And if you're a Brenchel fan, you won't want to miss last week's episode. There's also Tribal Talk, a weekly live call-in show hosted hosted by Spicy Pants, Cochran, and Michaela each week, and they have a past survivor on, and you get to be involved with the show. There's also other great shows like Reality Roundtable, a live show discussing what's happening in reality TV, and A Day in the Life of, another live show featuring past BB house guests filling you in on what they've been up to. Plus, don't even get me started on the archive shows, exclusive content, free downloads, and more. Bottom line, guys, nobody else is bringing you this close to your favorite reality stars, so be sure to to sign up for Superpass, and I'll put a link over in the show notes, or you can go to the banner on yourrealityrecap.com. Now, before we wrap things up, I have some good gossip and spoilers for you. First up is who was eliminated from Celebrity Apprentice this week. So if you don't want to hear, get ready to mute. The person fired was Patricia. Yes, it was very sad, but it was either her or Diana, and um, it was a fairly good episode, but really kind of slow moving. This whole Celebrity Apprentice season just feels like a regular Apprentice season because none of the reality stars are going batshit crazy in order to get attention and build their careers. There was some pretty good Debbie Gibson singing a song, which I will not play for you because then it will get stuck in your head and you will not stop singing it. All you really need to know for this episode is that put. Patricia was the one voted off. In other news, Kim Kardashian was attacked with flour during a Hollywood red carpet event. And all I can say is awesome. Kris Jenner actually said that he was proud of Kim Kardashian and that she acted poised during the flower attack. And Kim Kardashian reports that she's pressing charges over the flower attack. And I'm reporting that nobody cares. Speaking of people that nobody cares about, Jersey Shore is reportedly looking to phase out Snooki and the situation, which, since my last podcast, he has finally admitted that he went into rehab for a prescription drug problem. However, I think by prescription drug problem, he means for attention, because anything that he does is for attention, and I don't really believe he has a drug problem. But, you know, way to go. Finally, some news that Adam would be proud about, Tori Spelling and Dean McDermott are expecting another child again. Now, if you want more information on any of these stories and more, like things like what Jeff and Jordan have been up to, then head over to realitynation.com for all your reality TV news, gossip, and spoiler needs. Plus, the website has been totally redone and you guys need to check it out. 
But perhaps the most exciting bit of news that I can share with you all is that starting later this week, I'll be adding some video recaps to my website, yourrealityrecap.com, and trust me, you won't want to miss them. Now, that about wraps up the show for this week, but be sure to subscribe to the podcast in iTunes because the next show will be out Thursday covering this week's Survivor. Plus, you can go back and listen to my other podcast with people like Rob Sesternino from Survivor and Adam from Big Brother or more once you subscribe in iTunes. And remember, this podcast is being made for all of you, so I want your input. I'll be covering The Amazing Race and Survivor each week all season long, but I want to know what else you want me to cover as well. So be sure to leave your comments and suggestions for the show over in the post for the show at Reality Nation, my website, yourrealityrecap.com, or tweet me at Reality Recaps, because each show I'll pick the best comment, suggestion, or question to win some Super Pass swag. And your question or comment could even make the show. Now, you have lots of links to click, videos to watch, and comments to write, so head over to my blog to get all the info from the show in the show notes, and I'll meet you guys back here in a few days. Bye! Get in his junk, Art! Get in his junk!